Good evening, everyone. And uh, thank you so much for joining us today for our seminar on um, balancing social and environmental capital for sustainable development in Africa, co-hosted by the Africa Oxford Initiative and the African House at uh, Christchurch. Um, well, the challenge refers to uh, the paradox of um, sort of balancing universal access um, to goods and services, also for the last mile, with, um, universe, well, with, with financial sustainability of actually delivering them. And we'll hear a bit more about this today. We've launched this um, African House Initiative at Christchurch um, earlier this year, um, partly with a view to create a space for collaboration, for um, knowledge exchange and partnerships with um, fellow, well, fellows and researchers from Africa. So we're absolutely delighted to have the opportunity today to host uh, three AFOX visiting fellows um, from West, Central and East Africa. Thank you. And um, we'll be hearing dis um, or discussions around um, sort of inclusive water service delivery in water stressed environments. Um, about how decisions are made in very complex social and ecological systems, and also how conflict interferes um, with the basic provision of services and the development of rural um, public policies um, uh, to advance the sustainable development agenda. He's based at the African Studies Centre, and his research interests include um, the Great Lakes um, region in Africa, um, especially sort of post-conflict development and political ecology, as well as um, sort of public policy development and guidelines in Africa more generally. So now he'll be presenting on on a sort of uh, on a critical perspective on development and um, yeah, fighting against poverty in the African Great Lakes region, um, a question of power and resistance. So over to you. Thank you so much, Johanna. Uh, she forgot to say that I was, uh, I am a francophone researcher. So please be patient with my, my English. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I, um, I work on three uh, topics. Uh, the access to natural resources in African Great Lakes region in Rwanda, Burundi, and Congo, uh, peasantry and armed groups in the same region, and uh, the Afro-diasporic critical thinking. Uh, but today I will present some hypotheses on my work on access to natural resources in uh, <coughs> African Great uh, Lakes region. <coughs> so in fact, on this uh, Topic, my research is based, is based on an ethical and political question. And the question is, does people have only a choice between top-down and often neoliberal policies and being bound <coughs> by poverty without a way out? To what extent can such a, a starting point give us another perspective on poverty reduction policies? And this arises the question whether how are those policies imposed, um, accepted, negotiated, subverted, or resisted. <clears throat> those questions therefore require us to go beyond the moral need to fight against poverty. 
they call for a political vision of actions against, against poverty because those actions actually question power relations, resistance and emancipation. Finally, those issues can uh, come with epistemological, theoretical, and methodological challenges. <clears throat> In this presentation, I will offer some hypotheses concerning the issue in uh, the, these issues on uh, in my research i will start from a bottom map approach uh, approach par le bas in french and i will focus on the rwanda case <coughs> so uh, since the year early to southern, the conceptualization of the relationship between land and poverty is increasingly assimilated to the land usefulness as a resource for market production. Today, donor discourse, discourse proposes more production on land in Africa to boost the economic growth, to be able to fight against poverty. Indeed, in the past, the non-development of land was not seen as a legitimate reason for dispossession. But today, it, is, it has been normal for state and local authorities to dispossess peasants who are not able to insert themselves into market orientation production schemes. <clears throat> this discursive uh, turning has really consequences as it has opened up opportunities for state and local authorities to dis dispossess the poorest seen as unproductive or inefficient farmers. As I have already said, uh, I studied this phenomenon in the African Great Lakes region, but now I will going to focus on the case of Rwanda, which best illustrate, uh, illustrated uh, the relationship between the fight against poverty and power and resistance. Of course, my, my research in Rwanda is concerned with the way in which rural policies in relation to the fight against poverty are conceived at the international level, how they are decoded at the national level, and how they are implemented at the local level. Especially at the local level, level my research is based on in this uh, field research. In Rwanda, I try to understand how local authorities manage to capture land within the new agriculture program and how resistance to his uh, to the, prescri the, the prescription of this program um, took shape. <clears throat> I propose here four points in terms of results uh, related to the, the Rwanda, uh, Rwandan case. First, in my research in Rwanda, I show how the productivist rationality of the agriculture program has made possible land grabbing by the states and local authorities at the expense of ordinary peasants using those land for substance production. My, my research aims at shedding a theoretical light on the issue of those power relations. I try to go beyond the caricature of African political space as characterized by an exclusive form of 
explicit and repressive power. My arguments assume that another reflection upon parolation is possible. There is certainly uh, violence uh, that explains the grabbing of uh, uh, of resources in Rwanda. But be beyond violence, there is also discourses of legitimation and the system of differentiation that expl uh, explains the grabbing of resources, such as the social, cultural, political, uh, and economical capitals. Um, the Foucauldian concepts like governmentality, technologies of the self, apparatus, and the Deleuzean concept of rhythm allow me to study the socio-historical process that contributes to the possibility of land grabbing in, in Rwanda. All those uh, explanatory factors of uh, source, gra of resource uh, uh, of land grabbing are often under researchers in in the case of Rwanda. <clears throat> Second, in my research, my research I uh, highlight that most socio-anthropological literature related to claim over land in Rwanda is driven by an actor-oriented approach. Uh, moreover, it is predominantly behaviorist in that it considers actors involved in power games as strategic, actors fully conscious, conscious of their interests and developing strategies to maximize their interests. I propose an alternative reflection which implies that choice and decision of actors can be influenced by actors' awareness through internalization of a state of being in which existing power relations are legitimized and seen as natural or logical. Therefore, I consider claim making as a social practice that requires an understanding of actual strategies, but also at a rationalities in which they arguments are embedded. I argue that in order to comprehend claim making over land in the specific context of uh, Rwanda, one has to understand the underlying power relation act in actual strategy, but also to the power relations that shape actual rationalities. In this way, one can understand the deep foundations of conflicts and the broader challenges in resolving them. Third, in my research, understanding uh, uh, of resistance is very important, the resistance against the, the land grabbing. <clears throat> First of all, from an epistemological standpoint, my research aligns to a nominalist approach of the French critical sociology, which allows us to understand resistance as a discursive element, which means should be understood through its genealogy. I study, um, I study the possibility of performative and subversive agency in the li uh, lives of peasants who, whose body, uh, bodies are subject to the productivist norm of the new agri agriculture program in, in Rwanda.
In this way, I align to the idea that resistance should be studied, studied as such, uh, not necessary in dichotomy to power. Second, from a theoretical standpoint, my research showed that acts of resistance are commonplace and, they, uh, and that they have widely documented in the literature on post-genocide uh, uh, rural development in, in Rwanda. However, there is, uh, sources have, th uh, these sources have focused um, a lot upon the dichotomy between uh, domination and emancipation between power and resistance to give uh, to give in norms. This literature on resistance in Rwanda was strongly influenced by the work of James Scott on his critique of Gramsci in relation to the false con uh, consciousness of the dominate people. In this way, this literature, uh, literature may overlook experiences of freedom that are born out of new ways uh, to detach oneself from the norm. As Judith Butler could say, there is agency in bodies of those subjects to the norm, which, uh, which allows us for the subvert, uh, subversion of the norm itself. Such a theoretical framework uh, allowed me to study whether and to to what extent extend the action of the farmers' contestations could subvert the agriculture program more broadly. Finally, uh, with my team, we use par uh, participatory action theater to access the uh, the to access the structural viol vi uh, viol uh, violence and its meaning in uh, relation to the state. Uh, I work in a very sensitive uh, context with war, insecurity, political uh, uh, troubles. Uh, I also work uh, on difficult topics such as uh, land grabbing uh, by elite, conflict, armed groups, and resistance. People are often afraid to talk about it, about the, the issue of land and resistance. So when I come to a village, I don't ask my question uh, directly because that can be very dangerous for, for me and for, for people. I ask what I, I do it to ask to young people to prepare a, a theater on the land issue in the in general in the village, and the third, uh, the, the fiction of the theater uh, they propose me allows uh, allows. Um, Elwes tells a lot about the problem. Then we work on theater fiction to make it uh, comic. And finally, I, I invite uh, like 20 people to the official theater performance, and then I give them uh, the floor. So the talks with the participants give me a lot of information when uh, uh, even if we try to remain in the fiction and the anonymi anonymity. So then we can start again with another group. So that is in brief my, my, my work and hope my English was like, uh, yes, thank you.